At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Lombardi Line Week 6 NFL as we welcome you in here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We say good morning to you. Hope you're having a nice weekend. I'm Patrick Maher live from Los Angeles. There's the man, Michael Lombardi, live Atlantic City at the Borgata. Good morning, Michael. Week 6 NFL. Yeah, week six. If it's anything like week seven in college football, we were in for a doozy today, right, Patrick? I mean, what a night, what a game, a lot of great games starting at 12 o'clock all the way through to the end. So, yeah, I'm excited for today, no doubt. Can't get enough of it. College football week seven lived up to the expectations, no doubt week six in the NFL will. So just the storylines as we jump into it. We've got one undefeated team through five weeks. That is the... Philadelphia Eagles, you nailed the it. The city of champions, all. the city of champions. I mean, look, the Phillies are, I mean, this town's going to go berserk. I mean, yesterday, Thomas Gable had such a, uh, a conundrum here in the book, right? So he's got the Phillies on at 2 o'clock. He's got Penn State at 12. So he's got to split the screen. And he almost had a riot in here because they had the Penn State sound on, had more tickets on that game, than they had the Phillies sound on. So, look, we are in the city of champions, Patrick. I don't know if you're aware of that, but there is, there is going to be parade upon parade. Relish it. Live in the moment. Enjoy it. Enjoy because it. Because it's about yes. as good as it gets for a Philadelphia fan right now. Oh, by the way, in division, the Giants and Cowboys are both 4-1. and one. The Cowboys have won four straight without Dak. If you had that on your bingo card, congratulations. <laughs> the New York teams combined 7-3, and three, although the comeuppance for the Jets may go down today. The Chargers, Bronco, Broncos, and Raiders are a combined 6-9, and nine, 
And I wrote down for one of the big storylines, and this is all kidding aside, the debate of analytics versus common sense is raging more now than ever. Common sense seems to be catching up to analytics, and I'm, yeah. not, I'm not being facetious with that. I'm being serious. Me, me either, Patrick. I'm hearing more voices like our voice, my voice, about the lack of common sense and, you know, and how ridiculous it is to do some of the things that have happened but I'm sure today we'll see some ridiculous things going on you know and Keenan Allen can say he was thinking like a fan but that he wasn't thinking like a fan he wasn't that deep in that in that tweet I think this when you start to cost people games fans you know, you make decisions like this, like Doug Peterson's been making in Jacksonville that really, that cost him last week's game, it cost him the opening game. Those are things that are hard to overcome because you can't really justify. You can hang behind the numbers, right? I had this conversation with, with Ben during the week. You know, well, who makes these numbers? Where do these numbers come from? How are these numbers crafted? Well, there are data based on the all the, you know, the win percentile. Let me ask you this, Patrick. How many times have you looked at that win percentage and thought, man, you know, that, that's probably not going to come out true. And if we were just to bet the win percentage, just like the win, per, win probability, let's say, we, we would all, if it was ever right, we would all be Jeff Bezos. You know, we would be like Bezos, right? You you can't determine anything on win percentage. I was watching I was watching Washington and the Titans. At one second, they had the Titans eighty three percent chance to win the game. Two minutes later, they had Washington eighty three percent chance to win the game. When something it's a trips, joke. It's a joke. Oh, on, it's a complete it. comedy, and that's what they're basing all this data on. And nobody peels back the layer and said, "What? Where do you get this data from? Like, where does this all come from?" Well, it's an accumulation of a thousand games. Wait a minute. This is the only game that matters. Yesterday, you know, I think one of the greatest college football coaches in the history that we'll ever see, I thought he mismanaged the game at, at a, an alarming rate yesterday. He managed the game, or whether it was Bill O'Brien or him or whomever, but that to me, I'm screaming to the TV, you know, they throw three passes in there, and they give Tennessee the ball back with 25 seconds left to go. That's really on them. That's on them. You know, you could say whatever you want. That clock should have been down to nothing. Either we go to overtime or we win the game. The problem is when you scream at a TV and it doesn't have the volume on, can it talk back? Anyhow, the Anywho. unders continue to crush a little under 60%, 58.3. The dogs this year, Michael Lombardi, through five as we get into week six, 59.2% to the under. Primetime under 70%. We do have the rematch, the ultimate revenge spot for the Bills today, headed to Kansas City. We'll get to that game in just a little bit, but we start with quarterback questions. Whenever you start your handicapping, you always start with the quarterback. So I think that's an apt place to start with our friends at Nesson. We'll start with your boy, Bailey Zappi. Looks like he's going to get the start under center in Cleveland. Well, I think it was pretty obvious when Belichick brought up, you know, Nelson Aguilar is not going to play today. They brought up little Jordan Humphrey from their practice squad. And then they brought up Garrett Gilbert. You don't, you're not dressing three quarterbacks because you think you have a healthy quarterback in, in Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. If Mac Jones was healthy to start, then they have Bailey Zappi. So they, what this tells you is Mac Jones isn't really healthy. And so it's going to take another week. So I think this is Bailey Zappi and Garrett Gilbert. And frankly, I don't think the Patriots have a problem with it because to me, just feeling their team, watching their team, how they've played since Zappi has come in. You know, he's thrown the one two, two interceptions, but, I mean, they've done a better job of managing the football. They've controlled the pace of the game. And today against a Cleveland team that's not very good against the run, they're going to run the football against them. 
100%. New England, Cleveland, that number opened three. Guess what? Cleveland's laying two and a half. Remember that key number of three NFL, both NFL college betting. So looks like betters are starting to respect the little Bailey Zappi action here with that number dipping down to two and a half on the road. Yeah, I, I think it's really more of respecting how the Patriots have played good defense really all year. They have. I mean, the, if it weren't for the turnovers, their defensive numbers would be further along than they are. But they've turned the ball over and they put themselves in a bad position defensively. And so today, they, you know, today they're going against a team that's going to try to run the football on them and play action pass. Can that happen? I think Belichick will have a good plan, and I think the book sees that when they go through it. I think the book sees that that this is a one-dimensional team in Cleveland in the sense that they want to run the football, and I think this unders in play, and I also think that, you know, when you look at it, the, the Browns haven't been able to close out games or really run away from anybody. And remember, the market for new betters is so reactionary, and the Patriots are coming off a shutout of the greatest show on turf, that being the Detroit Lions last weekend. So that's one with the quarterback. I have three more quarterback questions for you to start the Lombardi line here on a Sunday. Week six, the NFL, and that is New Orleans. Andy Dalton's going to get the start. Here's the problem. He doesn't have Kamara. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have Thomas. He doesn't have Landry. And Olave is questionable. Tough gig for your boy, the Red Rifle. Yeah, and he doesn't have his left tackle still. Penning's on IR, hasn't come off there, so he's got a backup left tackle in the game. You know, and there, there's a lot of injuries. I mean, without Kamara, where do they get their explosive plays? How are they going to do it? Now, Galloway will play, but, uh, I mean, Callaway will play, excuse me, the receiver for He makes plays, but this is going to be a hard game for them. I mean, Cincinnati opened at a one-and-a-half. In the contest on Thursday, it's still a one-and-a-half, and now it's up to three. Not a surprise that everybody in the contest that's the most bet game is Cincinnati Bengals because the number has moved significantly. So this is going to be a challenge for New Orleans. How do they score? They're going to have to win this game with their defensive front. Lattimore's not going to play their corner. So how do they handle Chase? Do they double him? Where is this coming from? I mean, this New Orleans team, as Stephen Baum was talking about before the show, had great expectations. But because of all these injuries, it's been really challenging for them to get over that hump. Yeah, I don't know. New Orleans was a team that had expectations because a few media members jumped on them. I think they were kind of the sexy and vogue under the radar pick. They're not a very good football team. You mentioned the injuries, but Michael, you just nailed the key point here. Cincinnati is the most public side. 70% of the bets being reported bet MGM on the Bengals. That's the reason we've seen it jump up to that key number of three. So that's the yeah, but- key. It's not, not going anywhere. It's 110 up and down. So Cincinnati laying three. <laughs> I don't think it's automatic here. I think this is – look, Cincinnati's defense is, is legitimate, right? And and because they don't have weaponry in New Orleans' offensive arsenal today, you know, that gives them a favor. But let's not make any mistake about it. I mean, this offense for Cincinnati averages 4.8 yards per play. Not good. Their points per play is thirty is 0.30. That's not good either. You know, and so they're really not a very good offense, and they're going to get out of that. They're going to have to prove that they can move the football. I think this is a game where anybody gets into the low 20s is going to win. I don't see either team scoring a lot of points here. The next quarterback question, Skylar Thompson. We saw him start 41 games at Kansas State, so he's got a ton of experience, not necessarily NFL Uh, He is starting for Miami. Remember, Minnesota's in town. Minnesota's one of your worst ATS teams. They're 1-4 ATS, so their record doesn't belie what's happening ATS-wise. Miami, this number touched Minnesota 3.5. It's been bet back down to 3 with Skylar Thompson under center. 
Yeah, and I mean, everybody's and, – and even with Skylar Thompson, I think a lot of people are betting Miami uh, because I think this is a situation where Minnesota really, when you break them down and you study them and watch them on tape and then it really peel back their numbers, right? When you peel back what they've been able to accomplish in terms of points per play – points, yards per play, they haven't been as good offensively as you think they should be based on their talent. And when they get into a drop-back pass game and the pass rush comes after Kirk Cousins, it's a real issue. Outdoors, can they do this? I mean, they were fortunate enough to beat the Saints over in London, you know, and they were fortunate to beat the Bears last week, really. I mean, the Bears are driving down to, to tie the game or to win the game. You know, and, I, and, and they strip the ball out of the receiver's hands, and the next thing you know, Minnesota wins the game. I think this is, I think with a weak practice for Skylar Thompson and, and the ability that they have on the outside, whether it's Waddle, whether it's Tyree Kill, Gasecki inside, I think they can make some plays against a secondary that's not very good. And finally, Carolina at the Rams. Right now, the Rams are laying 10. It's interesting. The Panthers are collecting 71% of the bets over at BetMGM, yet that's not indicative in the market here. P.J. Walker under center for Carolina. Look, I mean, look, P.J. Walker can't play any worse than Baker Mayfield's played the first five weeks of the season. He just can't. I'm sorry, he can't. And they'll protect him. They're not going to try. They're not going to turn the ball over or put him in difficult situations. I think this is a bet against really the Rams aren't ten points better than anybody. Uh, no, that would be correct. I think the Rams they're still kind of riding that momentum from last year's Super Bowl in the market because they have not looked like a very complete football team, and no, they can't not protect at all. Matthew Stafford. So and those this are the team quarterback can rush. questions. Carolina can rush. Absolutely. We come back. I've got two fishy lines plus the rematch next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select 
select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See Lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we're dropping another betting guide. This time it's the NBA. VEASAN's NBA betting guide season prep for all 30 teams. Playoff title predictions from VEASAN experts. Of course, you get the best bets for MVP. JBT and the crew did a great job with this. Five betting tips for beginning NBA bettors. So if you're just getting started, remember, to get the guides, you have to be a VEASAN pro. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Become a pro. The pros are winning some cash. And speaking of which... Part of our pro tools, if you become a, a, a VEASAN pro, you get the prop analyzer. And today we've got five auto plays as far as player props that you're going to want to bet. Five plays we've got for you. Become a VEASAN pro. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi there at the Borgata. There's some juice. People don't realize that Atlantic City is essentially Philadelphia. Shout to mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen. And uh, mm-hmm. that's where the epicenter of the sporting world exists right now. It we is. Are it's Philadelphia's world, and we're just living in it. No doubt. I mean, look, the, the Eagles are good. And to make no mistake about it, they're really good. And we kid about it because the, the excitement this summer was really building. And, and they've been able to play their schedule. They can only play who they face, right? And so, you know, I'm not sure the Giants are a 4-1 and one team. We'll find out today how good they are against Baltimore. You know, we know Dallas has done a great job of managing their quarterback situation, of being able to say, okay, here's our strengths, here's our weaknesses. You know, I was talking to somebody before the show, a college coach, and, you know, when you go through the box scores, it isn't always the team that has the most yards or, or the best, or, or the best uh, uh, percentage of rushes and all that. It's the team that manages the games that typically win. They don't turn it over. They, they maximize their red zone efforts. And I, and I think this is what Dallas has done really well. Their defense has been the strength of their team. It's going to get tested tonight. There's no doubt. That's funny. You were talking to a college coach before the game. I was talking to a bookie from Detroit, River Rouge, <laughs> uh, that was looking for my friend Jason that lives in Ecorse. So you and I yeah. were having very disparate conversations before the show. I can't find Jason. I would just like that bookie to understand. Okay, yeah. uh, a couple things. Uh, line moves. He must owe just, him money. He must owe him money he, then. Well, J- Jason always owes somebody money. Uh, okay, <laughs> so line moves. The Eagles, Michael, you just mentioned the Eagles. So remember, they opened. That's Sunday night tonight. Dallas in town. A great matchup. They open five. Circa uh, DraftKings. Everywhere I'm looking is six and a half. So we've gone through that third key number. Remember, three, seven, six. We've gone through six. It's now six and a half with the Eagles laying it. That's a line move I wanted to mention. 
Also, the Jets, another one quickly here, wanted to mention this. The Packers open nine and a half. That number is down to seven and a half. That might surprise you a little bit. Yeah, well, I think to me, I, I've it was seven all week long. And on my board, when I looked at my board here, the number that I put in for it was seven. And then it, you know, and in the contest, I think it, it stayed at seven and now it's up to seven and a half. Again, why do we use the contest numbers? Because it gives us a point of reference on Thursday, right? It also gives us a point of reference that where is the line going to end up? And shout out to Mike Palm. Another tremendous day Mike Palm had yesterday in his, in his best bets. I mean, Mike, Palm's, Mike Palm might be lapping the field here pretty soon. He's done such a good job in the Matt Eumann's uh, betting contest that he, that he can't win. But he's really doing a hell of a job. I want to point that out to you. So pay attention to what Mike Palm says. But I, I think this game has moved to seven and a half. And you would think that the Jets coming off their win, 21 points in the fourth quarter, all the things that they've been able to accomplish, you think that. But the Packers, 10 and 0 against the spread after a loss. I think that's what's motivating this movement. Remember, to get Mike Palm's plays, you have to become a VEASAN pro, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The Bucks they opened eight. They're up to nine and a half at Pittsburgh. I don't think that's a surprise. That's the biggest number on the board today, Tampa Bay Lane, nine and a half. The biggest total, which we're going to get to next on the board, is Buffalo at Kansas City, 54. But no surprise here, Tampa Bay jumped up to nine and a half at Pitt. I mean, Pitt's going to play three three guys in the secondary that have never played before. You know, so Minka Fitzpatrick's out. I mean, this is going to be a challenge for them. And I think the real issue is Kenny Pickett and this Matt Canada offense against Todd Bowles and what he wants to do defensively. You know, I, I think that's going to be the issue, especially up front. Can this Pittsburgh Steeler team block the Tampa Bay Buccaneers up front? You know, now teams have run the ball on Tampa. But Tampa typically forces you not to run the ball because they get the lead like they did against Atlanta, but they didn't close that out. So I, I, this is, I could see why this line's moving. Again, on Thursday at the contest, it was eight. Now it's up to nine and a half. A lot of money's going to keep coming in on Pittsburgh. I, I've gotten to the point with Pittsburgh, Patrick, where I've said, okay, you know, I love Mike Tomlin, Hall of Fame coach, tremendous, but there's not a lot. He doesn't have a lot of moves on the chessboard to make. He's in a checkmate situation almost every week. So I said nine and a half. DraftKings just went to 10. A couple other shops are showing 10 with Tampa and Tom Brady. Now, the only, I guess the only hope for Pittsburgh would be that Brady is tired after attending Mr. Kraft's wedding a couple of, was it last night or two nights ago? Friday night. I don't, Friday night, yeah. There's a rumor that Tom caught the bouquet. So I don't know <laughs> if you have any comments on that. <laughs> I have no comments be... on that. Okay. No. okay. I put you in a tough spot. Uh, we move on. Okay, so Buffalo, Kansas City. And this one's fascinating because, of course, this is the rematch and ultimate revenge spot. It took 13 seconds for Kansas City to tie up the game last year in the divisional thriller. Kansas City used those 13 seconds to force overtime, a 42-36 winner. Buffalo never touched the ball. This is going to be their opportunity. This touch three with Buffalo laying it on the road. Remember, pros bet numbers, Michael Lombardi. That three didn't last. It's back down to two and a half with Buffalo laying it. I think all the logic is is basically as much analysis as we try to do, looking at numbers, breaking personnel down, schemes, coordinators, all that. It really ultimately comes down to one simple concept. Patrick Mahomes getting points at home. And most people just are going to play that. They're going to play that. I don't care what the deal is. I'm getting Patrick Mahomes with points at home. I'm taking it three. I love it at three. I love it at two and a half. I'm going to take it there. To me, you got to peel back the layers a little bit more. 
Yeah, it's a hard place to play in Kansas City. We saw the Raiders go in there and really had every opportunity to win the game. Their own fault they didn't win it. We can blame the officials, but the Raiders had opportunities that the officials didn't control. They should have won that game. This is a game I think Buffalo has been waiting for. You know, they have looked at it on their calendar and have said, this is the moment we have to really win our season. And this is going to mean home field advantage. This is going to mean somebody's going to have to continue to come to Buffalo, Orchard Park, cold weather, wind, and we're built for any, vi- we're built for any environment because our quarterback's going to be our leading rusher and our quarterback can throw the ball through any hurricane. So to me, when you break this game down, it comes down to we both, the quarterbacks are good, right? There's no doubt. Buffalo's offense is more explosive. They average almost a yard difference in yards per play, okay? But they're very similar in points per play. Now, where it really gets separation is on defense. Buffalo's defense only averages 4.4 yards per play. Kansas City's at 5.3. And, when you, and they only average 0.20 points per play. And Kansas City's at 0.38. And if you watch that tape last week, Kansas City and these rookie corners that they have out there struggle to cover the receivers of the Raiders. I think it's a hard matchup for Kansas City. They're going to have to count on Josh Allen making mistakes. I don't think Buffalo or Kansas City will punt. I'm going to tell you this. I think it's going to come down to who plays better at quarterback, say we get a push there. And then the next area is who has the better defense. I think it's Buffalo. Okay, a couple of things here. The betting, as far as the tickets and the money, completely split 50-50 over at BetMGM. So, as you mentioned right now, the betters uh, split on this game as far as Buffalo traveling to Kansas City. This is a matchup, Michael Lombardi, of the two highest-scoring teams in the NFL. The Chiefs are first at 31.8, the Bills second at 30.4. But the Bills, here's the difference. The Bills are tied for first in scoring defense, allowing just 12.2 and second in total defense. So, it's a well-rounded team Kansas City, generally that defense takes a little bit of time to catch up to the offense. Right now the Bills are clicking. Yeah, they are. And, you know, and and look, and Josh Allen's clicking, right? And Josh Allen is going to run the ball today. Josh Allen is going to throw it today. Josh Allen's his mind, his feet, and his arm are going to control the game because he knows he's going to have to. And, you look, Mahomes is tremendous. I think Mahomes is playing at an MVP level. There's no doubt. And perhaps whoever plays best in this game might be the candidate for MVP. But I think more than anything here, it's going to come down to Buffalo's ability to play better defense. Take away Kelsey. The Raiders did it last week. Not in the red zone, though. And Buffalo's defense has played really well. I think they're finally healthy. Poyer's supposed to play today. You know, so they, they get their guys back. Von Miller has to have a big day today. Look, when you watch that Raider tape, Chandler Jones had his best game last week against Orlando Brown. Max Crosby was a dominant force at right tackle. I think that's the against Andrew Wiley. That's to me is the essence of this game is can this chief offensive line protect well enough? Mahomes gets away from so much rush, but he takes a lot of hits for as much money as they put in this offensive line. They haven't played to the level that you would think they would. 53 and a half on the total, the opener. It's been bet up to 54 deserving to have a total that high with these two. Of course. I mean, we saw what happened in divisional round last weekend, last year, I I should say. And and weather's not going to be a factor in the game. It's going to be fine. You know, and and I think ultimately when when push comes, every possession, this is what makes this game so good, Patrick, every possession is going to be meaningful. I mean, we had had someone on this week that talked about punting. How many punts? You know, you can't punt in this game. The only thing I would say is it's the late window, not the Sunday night game. 
I'm okay with it, though. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Me too. Oh, yeah. I mean, get my man Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Why not? <laughs> Your boy T. Romo. Coming up next, shocking line movement in Atlanta. We'll get to it. It's Limbo. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent, thank you. Plenty of horse racing today. Here are the top horse racing plays from Express Bet editor in chief Jeremy Plunk, both from Keeneland. Race five, Jeremy has the four horse. Just say when at seven to two. And race eight at Keeneland, Jeremy has the nine horse. No shirt, no shoes at a juicy 20 to one. Wow, on the morning line. Bet those races and more at First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Get $10 free when you bet and you sign up at the First Bet app or use the horse code HORSE200. And remember, you get 100% match on your first deposit up to $200. With wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks, it's the best way to go. It's First Bet, VEASAN.com slash horses for more information. That's VEASAN.com slash horses. We're back. It's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line as we continue to chug along, week six. By the way, no shirt, no shoes is the name of a horse that we just discussed. How about no really? shirt, no shoes? It is. It's a perfect day weather-wise. I mean, it couldn't be yeah. more of a quintessential fall kind of t- time across the nation. You're gonna have 60s. You know, it's gonna be balmy, 83 degrees down in Miami, but mostly everywhere. Maybe a little wind in Kansas City, uh, but there's really not many weather advisories as far as impacting the games today, Michael. So that looks good as yeah. far as the weather is concerned. Little wind in North Carolina, little wind in Cleveland, but other than that, I think the heat and humidity will affect Minnesota. I think there's no doubt about that. Coming from the north, I mean, Minnesota's been on a kind of a, you know, they went to London, back, played a home game, now down in Miami. That's not a, you know, they've been, this is, they've been road weary, and it's going to be interesting to see where their energy level is in this game. Minnesota, one of your worst ATS teams. Do you know the best? against the spread team in the NFL this year? It's not a trick question. It's the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to get to the Atlanta Falcons. They've got a number going their way with San Francisco in town. But before we do, let's go ahead and throw up your power rankings. Remember, every Thursday morning, the Lombardi Look Ahead comes out. It's a great article. Recaps Thursday night to kick off the week. You get the power rankings for the quarterbacks. You get the power rankings as far as the teams. No surprise here. You've got one, two battling today in Kansas City with the Bills in Kansas City. Let's go until we get a surprise. 49ers, not necessarily. The Buccaneers, the Eagles, no. Ravens, no. Packers, no. Cowboys, no. Bengals, maybe at nine. And then Jacksonville at 10. How about those two? Uh well, I think, look, when you look at Cincinnati, they're really good on defense. I mean, Lou Amaromo has done a tremendous job. He's carried this program. As much as critical as I am on Zach Taylor, I am all on the Lou Amaromo train. I mean, he's really tied this together, makes great adjustments at halftime, takes away what the team tries to do, the best thing they do, and he's kept them in the game as their offense has struggled to 4.8 yards per play. To me, Jacksonville is the best team in the AFC South talent-wise. They're not the best coach team in the AFC South. That would be Tennessee. If you put Mike Vrabel with, ten- with Jacksonville's team, they probably would win 12 games. But they, they make so many poor decisions in-game. You know, the Travion Walker uh, rough in the passer call was really inexcusable. The two fourth down calls, not smart. The turnover in the red zone. And then opening day, turning down, continually turning down points, you know. To me, this whole notion that, you know, Peterson in 17 made a name for himself going for it on fourth down, great. That was five years ago. He ranks 22nd in the National Football League in success rate on fourth down. Maybe you should watch the game first before you automatically just go for it on fourth down. 
And so, to me, that's why they're there. I think Jacksonville's a talented team. We'll find out how talented today. They dominated the Colts in the, op- in, in the second week of the season. That game was over in the mi- middle of the first quarter. That game was over. Indianapolis couldn't block the front. We'll see what happens today when they play at home. Indy's 8-2 and two against Jacksonville when they play at home. And then Minnesota, their numbers are good, you know, uh, but defensively, I just think, to me, they have issues when they play against a better offense, especially when they have skill like Miami has today. Well, the numbers for Minnesota not good as far as betting's concerned. There are one, two, three, four, one in four teams this year ATS. Denver, Los Angeles Rams, the Carolina Panthers, and the Minnesota Vikings. So, again, they're four and one straight up. They're one in four ATS. Michael, you talked about handling every handicap, every game in a vacuum uh, we are starting to talk about what we just opened the show with, and that is analytics versus common sense. It seems like the conversation is catching up as far as common sense to analytics. We'll continue with that theme a little bit more later. However, let's get to the line movement here. San Francisco at Atlanta. So this number opened anywhere between five and five and a half. San Francisco laying it on the road. We've got a couple of shops sitting four. So Atlanta catching some steam here. Yeah, well, I mean, look. Uh, uh, San Francisco, Kinlaw on IR, Armstead not going to play, right? That You know, th- this is really Nick Bosa not going to play. This is really, this line movement towards Atlanta is all about San Francisco's injuries. And I know Atlanta has Cordell Patterson. They're going to get pitched back. Patterson's on IR. They're great running back. But I think what's happened with this game is, is because of all those injuries, no left tackle, Trent Williams is still hurt, right? They've got all these injuries on their team is can they have enough to really withstand it? They've been on the road. They stayed in Atlanta for the week to get re- ready for the game. They left They left Carolina, stayed there before they go back to the Bay Area. So that's what I think the move in the line. Atlanta is the most perfect team. Now, there's only been two teams since 2017 that have been able to go 6-0 and against the spread. So this is a really a step up here to be able to cover the spread twice in, in, in two weeks, in, in, in six weeks in a row. So... It's stacked against Atlanta, but playing at home and a, against a beat-up San Francisco team. Look, San Francisco, all they have to do is not turn this ball over. If they just play conservatively, take the points as they come along, don't turn it over. They'll beat Atlanta. They're the better team, but that's easier said than done. This is the second East Coast road game for the 49ers, as Michael mentioned, so kind of a tricky travel spot as they stay out on the East Coast. This is interesting with the Falcons. Remember, the Falcons trailed... 21-3 at the half to the Rams. They trailed 13-0 at the break to the Bucks and came back to cover both those games. And by the way, without a questionable roughing the passer call against Grady Jarrett, they could have potentially won that game. So Atlanta, Atlanta, let's be fair about what Atlanta is this year. One of the big surprises. Yeah. I mean, this team sitting 2-3 well, and three and 5-0 and oh ATS, this is a big-time surprise. I, he won't win Coach of the Year, but I think Arthur Smith has done one of the best coaching jobs in football. You know, I mean, he's not going to win coach of the year because his team's not winning. But based on the talent level that he has, I think he's done a remarkable job. I really do. And he's kept his team in every game. Had a chance to win the Ram game in week two. You know, should have won the opening game against uh, against New Orleans. Kind of got got lost lost the fourth quarter in that game. But I think they've done a good job. He's managed, he's managed Mariota very effectively, even though Mariota, you know, they won a game against the Browns where Mariota, you know, only has 10 completions in the damn game, and they still win that one. So they're able to run the ball against Cleveland. 
when you break it down, I mean, I think this is a team that's overachieved. There's no doubt. And they've been in every single game. So I don't, I don't expect them not to be in this game, even though San Francisco is so physically. You know, the only two teams that have gone 6-0 and are the 21 Chiefs and the 18 Cowboys in against the spread. Look at you pulling out the stats. That's impressive, buddy. Okay, remember, we've added Masson to our audience here on the Lombardi line. We welcome you. And Masson, of course, the DMV. How about Baltimore at the Giants today? This number's yeah. sitting five and a half with Baltimore laying it. Hasn't moved. You know, the, 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 the strategy within the game, Don Martindale, former Baltimore defensive coordinator, you know, coaching the Giants. The Giants are not healthy. They've got a lot of injuries in their secondary. You know, and, and Martindale was very complimentary toward Lamar Jackson this week. I think this is a kind of game where we're going to find out Roman. Every time this Baltimore team plays against a very good off a defensive coordinator, they don't seem to have enough in their arsenal to make the plays that they need to. Bateman's not going to play. That gonna hurt, that's going to hurt Baltimore. Where are they going to get their explosive plays from? We know the ball's going to Mark Andrews. To me, this is a game Lamar Jackson's got to take over. He is more athletic than anybody on the Giants' defense. The Giants' defense has kind of kept them in these games. They've hung around. But I think, to me, this is a day the Ravens have to show their dominance. I really do. I think this is an important game for Baltimore moving forward. They can't allow the New York Giants to hang around. They've got to pressure Daniel Jones, force him to speed up, unlike what Green Bay did last week. Speaking of common sense catching up with analytics, has John Harbaugh been listening to the Lombardi line? Some uncharacteristic moves last week, no? Well, I mean, look, I think his team – Look, I think what happens to you, you can, you, can, you can stand behind that analytical shield, but you can't stand in front of the team when you do something that lost, costs you to lose a game. You know, you got to go back and stand in front of the team and say, fellas, we lost because analytics said we should have done this. You can blame it on the lack of execution, but at some point it wears thin with the players. At some point, you lose credibility. And when you lose credibility in that locker room, see, all the analytical community, they've never had to stand in front of a team. All these guys that work the numbers, they've never had to coach or motivate a team. They've never had to stand there and say, okay, we're doing this because of that. Like, that's the whole missing link with this. In a vacuum, it looks great. In a basement in Des Moines, it looks wonderful. But when you got to stand in front of grown men whose careers are depending on us winning and losing and sell them on this is the right move, like how does Kevin Stefanski look at his team after going forward on fourth down at their own 25 and then they've lost two weeks in a row by three points? You don't think there's some doubt in that room? You don't think there's some concern about his decision-making in-game? You could say, well, we're in analytics. But at some point, the, the, the players are going to say, wait a minute, that don't make any sense at all to me. Raise your hand at home if you thought when Michael said analytical shield, you thought he was going to say something else that started with an S. <laughs> um, by the way, Keenan Allen, not a fan of analytics, huh? Nope. No, I, well, and well, he shouldn't be. No, he called out his coach. Well, he pretended like he didn't, but he certainly did on Twitter when he wasn't playing last week. Okay, so there it is, Baltimore. We continue. Lombardi line, week six. Got a fishy line move next. Next. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we do welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line. Remember, you just heard from Brent Musburger. Countdown to kickoff is coming up after the Lombardi Line. He'll be broadcasting live from the Las Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So that's going to be an awesome live show with Musburger. BetMGM, the sponsor, a one-game parlay. Any NFL team, wager with four legs or more. If you hit all but one, we're going to give you 25 bucks back there with the parlay action at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Got to be 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Okay, we welcome you back week six. By the way, over teams this year, just quickly, a little house house cleaning. 
Uh, Detroit's 4-1 to the over. Cleveland is 4-1 to the over. Michael Lombardi, as we welcome you back. Indy is 5-0 to the under. And Cincinnati is 5-0 to the under. We mentioned Masson as part of the crew here on the Lombardi line. So let's go back to Thursday night where we kicked off week six. Did you enjoy the Commanders game? Did you enjoy that mess that I did. you saw at I Chicago? Did. I did, but obviously now with Wentz's broken finger, Washington's going to have to go back to Taylor Heineke uh, and see what he can do offensively. And I don't know how he's going to be able to stay. I mean, one thing about Wentz, he's a big body and he's physical, but you're going to get hit behind that offensive line. And Washington's offense was, you know, obviously has struggled mightily in, you know, in opening of the games as they've played. And even they struggled against the Bears, you know, scored 12 points in that game. Fortunate to get the ball on the six-yard line on the turnover. So this is going to be an uphill climb for Washington. There's no doubt about that. Because with a broken finger, I mean, you have no feeling it's going to have to get put in a splint. And you're going to go from there. He didn't, you know, he didn't play well the other night, and maybe that's why he didn't play well. Maybe he was playing with a broken finger, but typically when that happens, you know, it swells immediately and you can't even grip the ball. So shows some tremendous toughness to get through that game. Well, let's be fair. We're on in Masson, so it's the DMV. People care about the Baltimore Ravens, but in Washington, the conversation's not about the football team. It's about the drama off the field. Daniel Snyder with the with the PIs going after other owners and the drama that surrounds the team. You've got Ron Rivera throwing his quarterback under the bus and then getting pissed at the media because he threw his quarterback under the bus. There's so much drama outside of a 2 and 4 Commanders team that really has captivated uh, our capital's attention. No doubt. And, and look, you know, and it's everything but football. And as long as Snyder's going to own the team, football. it's well it's going to be everything but football. And I don't know his end game. Like, I don't know where he, like, decides this and says, okay, well, I'm going to own this team and I'm going to get, like, nobody's going to come out and watch you. Like, nobody wants to be a part of an organization that you're running, you know? And so, like, how does this ever get resolved? I mean, I don't know what his end game is. You know, he wants to be the owner of the team, but he's done nothing to give back. All he's done is take. You know, he's he's taken from them. And he's never, he's, and you know, you talk about, you know, he's a passionate fan. I don't want to hear that crap, right? Like, he's not a passionate fan. He's about winning his way. He wants to prove to everybody he's smarter than everybody else. And because he's got such great wealth, he can do that. However, you can't win games. You can't win games that way. You know, he doesn't want to win games. He wants to win games his way. You know, I said this. Everybody thinks Art Modell should be in the Hall of Fame, especially people in the Masson audience that don't really understand Modell from Cleveland. But Modell and people in Cleveland don't want to vote Modell into the Hall of Fame because if he moved the team. Let's get this straight. Modell should not be in the Hall of Fame. He fired three of the greatest coaches of all time. He fired Bill Belichick, Paul Brown, and Marty Schottenheimer. You fire those three coaches, if you don't think those three coaches are good enough, you don't belong in the Hall of Fame. It's the same thing with Snyder. I mean, he fires Schottenheimer. He fires coaches left and right. Like, at what point does he ever assume that he's responsible for the losing? And and this is why fans don't go there. It was a once a proud franchise that has turned into ashes. And, and I don't know his end game. I really don't. I feel bad for the Washington football fans, me being one of them as a kid growing up. I, I don't know what his end game is. Nobody's going to support him. He's not going to get a stadium. You know, he's going to continue to make money off of the other owners because of the TV deals. But it's bad for the league when the, when the great city of Washington doesn't have a great team. 
At one point, the big four were the Cowboys, the Giants, the Packers, and the Redskins at the time, now the Commanders, no longer. His unsavory behavior as a human being and also the way he's run the team has completely nosedived this once proud franchise. They they don't even want to build a stadium for him in Virginia nor in Maryland. It's a disaster. They aren't showing up to the games. When the Titans played at FedEx, it was half Titans fans. The Tennessee Titans traveled. Yeah, I mean, the only way that he's ever, it's it's going to be, there's going to have to be, you know, a, a basically nobody's going to want to do, and people haven't wanted to do business with him. I mean, he's lost a lot of sponsors since he's owned this team. Nobody wants to associate with the team, and it's unfortunate for the poor players. It's unfortunate for the coaches, because whatever you think of Rivera, whatever you think of all the coordinators and all that, they're in a hard, hard situation because of the, the, the burden and pressure that you're on. And, and that just continues to mount. If it wasn't for the NDAs that Snyder was able to get signed by all these people that had formerly worked for him, this would be even worse than it is. It ain't pretty. And that's the commanders. Masson, we're sorry. Uh, you still have the Baltimore Ravens if you want to jump over there. Okay, so the next one up, this is kind of random, but Geno Smith, we got to give him his props. In your yeah, no, Friday no. look ahead, you've had him as the third-ranked quarterback in the league, and by the way, it's deserved. Here comes Arizona. Now, yes, we know Arizona is better on the road, but should Arizona be laying two, two and a half to a team in Seattle that can score? Right. Well, I think what's missing a little bit in Arizona's last couple of weeks is how well they play defensively, how they've been able to get after the passer. They, you know, they, yards per play, they've been very good. They've cut down on the scoring. They held Philadelphia to 20 points last week, which I think is really challenging. Look, I think Philly's offense is better than Seattle's offense, and they held them to 20 points, and it had nothing to do with playing at home. All right? This is a game where I, you're, if you're taking Arizona, which I have recommended in Bill, Bill, Bill 80's newsletter, I like Arizona here, and I'm simply saying this. They play better on the road, and Murray, who, who they average 4-9 per play. They're horrible. They make no explosive plays. Last week against Philly, they had no explosive plays. Against the Seattle team, they will be able to make explosive plays, and Murray should be able to get going. The speed that he creates in the pocket and moving around, this is the kind of game. Now, when they played last year at the end of the season, Seattle did a very good job of rushing him, and they, they held him inside, and the only reason that, that, that Seattle, the game was close, Seattle won the game, it was because Russell turned the ball over. But to me, I think this is Arizona's defense is getting healthier. I think they're playing better, and I think the Seattle defense is really bad. It's really bad. It can't stop anybody. It can't slow. I mean, the, 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 when you look at all the numbers, they're just really bad. And so I think this is the moment where Arizona's offense comes to life. Rashad Penny done for the year. Kenneth Walker in. What's the Lombardi line here? So if we've got two and a half with Arizona laying it, what's your number? My number on this one was 2.67. Okay. Not a ton of wiggle, but you'd lay it there. Not a t- Yeah, I, I, I just think to me this is a game where Arizona, Arizona can't lose this game. To me, anytime you're looking at a board, okay, you want to play numbers, you play numbers. I thought Matt Humans gave a great tip out yesterday about I don't, I don't, if I like a team and it's three and a half, I'm off the team. Okay, so if you if you like Minnesota, like Mike Palm likes Minnesota today against Miami, but he has it at three in there. I don't think he would like Minnesota at three and a half. So that's the distinction, the three and a half. But when you get under that three number, rarely do these games end up on two. You're really just picking the winner here, right? You're picking the winner of these games at two, two and a half. Sometimes you'll get burnt. I get that. 
But to me, I think this is a must-win for Seattle. I mean, excuse me, a must-win for Arizona. It's a must-win for Ar- for Seattle, too, but I just don't think they're, in, they're good enough defensively to beat anybody or slow anyone down. I mean, Atlanta went out there last year, last this early in the season, and they were able to find a way to win the game. Geno Smith is 32 years old, and he's having a career year. Uh, thoughts on him moving forward as the starter there in Seattle? Look, if you would have told me this summer that the Seattle offense would be better with Geno than they were with, with Russell, I'd say you're crazy. But they are. I mean, that's just a fact. You know, whatever, you, you know, whatever they d- decided, and I'm not sure they thought that this was going to happen with Geno either because obviously they thought Drew Locke was going to be the guy. But whatever they decided, you know, this summer, I mean, they're the fourth best scoring offense in the league in terms of points per play. I mean, he's made great decisions. He's protected the football. And he's made plays with his arm and with his feet. He's done a tremendous job. And that's why they're, they're the fourth best team in putting points on the board. The problem is he's getting no help from his defense. No, they didn't expect Geno Smith to do this. You just mentioned Drew Locke. There was an open competition. And they expected C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young or somebody else to be in the Pacific Northwest. But the numbers he's putting up, honestly, you had him third in your quarterback rankings. He's been awesome. He's completing over he's 75% been of his passes. I mean, he's been unbelievable, and and you know, and, and they've been able to move the football. Now they haven't pl- look. Let's put, be fair here. You know, New Orleans I thought was a was a good defense that they played last week, but they moved the ball in New Orleans, especially in the fourth quarter. I mean, there's they are they are really an effective team. I mean, when they drive, when they start drives, when they start drives, they are effective, and they're fifth best team in the league in terms of scoring points on drives. They're the 32nd worst team on allowing points on drives. Okay, Aaron Rodgers is in a bad mood, and he's hosting a 4-1 ATS Giants team today. The number has jumped up. We'll get to that next here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.